Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think considering what else was out there, I think this might be the perfect complement to what this group needs. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Sheldon Keefe sort of fills the lineup with you know with Ryan around I know he's starting him in the top six but he's a guy that can move into your third line center role if you want Carlo Koliakobo visited this morning on the extra point show former Saber and Leaf who now hosts sports radio in Toronto at TSN 1050 I've been on that show got through it you know uh I don't have the playing experience of this man or you know, locker room uh, experience. But they asked me some questions. I think mostly Bills. Not that I played in the NFL either. That's my experience with Toronto Radio is they usually call on you for the Bills. I think they feel yeah. like they've got the hockey side of things covered there. So. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since the Sabres were, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. good enough maybe. Right, yeah. But, yeah, it was interesting that Tavares went to the wing. It was Tavares and Marner on the wings with O'Reilly centering. And then they've got Matthews still with Nylander and, uh, and Bunting, I guess. Is is how that went, um, and yeah, I mean, he's saying there like maybe that doesn't maybe that doesn't stick. I, you know, we'll see. We had a very disappointing game yesterday against Chicago. Um, got done in by a Patrick Kane hat trick, but anyway, um, we'll see where O'Reilly ultimately ends up in that lineup. We were in the middle of a conversation about the XFL. This is maybe well, I know it is for me. The one trick in the bag. To get me to talk about it and to be interested in it would be rules stuff. Mm-hmm. Ways to make extra points and overtime and kickoffs and whatever else more interesting. Sure. I, I think, the yeah, yeah I mean, I, I said it earlier. Like, I, I've been pretty standoffish about these other leagues. Like, I don't mind that they're there. Um, you know, there, there are guys that fall through the cracks. And if, 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 you know, they don't make it on their first try at the NFL out of college or whatever, and if this creates a pathway uh, for them to keep playing and maybe get another shot at it, like I'm, I'm, you know, that's compelling, but it's not going to get me to watch, you know, like I'm not going to let me watch, you know, the, the 40th to 60th best quarterbacks in America play football. Like, no, thanks. Um, and maybe it's not even that, maybe it's worse than that when you count all the backups around the league. But anyway, um, the, I, I, I'll next weekend, and we'll see. I'll be in Costa Rica next weekend. So who am I kidding? With Aaron um, Rodgers. But but even right. But eventually, if I get to one of these broadcasts, it'll be to sort of see how all that stuff feels. 
you know, if it happens again, I mean, you got to have an end of game circumstance for this fourth and fifteen thing. And although I guess you can do that at any point in the game, right? Does it is it reserved for the final two minutes or something? I don't know if it's specific to that or not. Um, but can you do a can you you know can you score in the first quarter and try fourth and fifteen from your twenty five? I would hope so. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, so I. You know, you never know, I don't anyway, how I'm going to feel about that stuff in practicality, like seeing it in a game until you're watching a game and it all happens. Um, and that is the kind of thing that will get me to tune in just to see if, you know, do I like this? Um, I'm open-minded about it. I think I like it, but let me see it in a game, um, you know, and, and see see where it goes from there. So that's why I said I, I think they, sure, if they had had a bunch of highlight real plays or something in their games – Maybe that would have been great for them, but the curiosity about the rules and their impact on the games are what I think is going to get me anywhere near watching one of their games. I'll just say, because you you made that point about the quality of the players, and we talked about this like during the hockey strikes and other things, I'm kind of the way I used to be on this, I think. like I don't mind that. I don't think I would even necessarily know the difference. I know the difference between like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen and Andy Dalton, I guess, but if you didn't know that these guys were a level below, how obvious would it be? You know, most plays, maybe in the passing game you could really tell. Uh, I should try and watch one of these games and see for myself. Like AJ AJ McCarron was one of the stars in the XFL over the weekend, and like if he was somebody's backup in Carolina or one of these dozen or so teams that didn't have it figured out, the Jets, that would have looked passable. It would have looked maybe even better than what a couple of teams had. But at least the same. Yeah. And so I think your estimate about like what the quality of quarterbacks, at least at that position, is is probably really close. At 40 to 60, that's probably right. Um, maybe even yeah. a little higher. I know when I looked at it, and I, you know, look, I got to go back to, like, I I think I remember being in a hotel room in Indiana with John Gale, uh, having gone on a road trip to see Nichols play at uh, Culver, who who cares? But I was on the road, and that was like the the debut weekend, you know, pre-pandemic again, and I just remember watching it and just being like, hey, the quarterbacking, and even last year, looking in on it briefly, I'm watching Paxton Lynch skip balls on the ground, or whenever, whenever they last played. I don't remember if they were there last year or not, if one or both of these leagues were, were active last spring or not. Um, but I, I just remember feeling like that that's where, it, like, simple, well, plays that look simple to us watching NFL quarterbacks make throws, like, to the sideline, right? 15-yard out pattern. And, like, ugh. <laughs> it just, right. just looks labored. And you just immediately know, like, you, you're already, I think, suspicious that you're going to be let down at the caliber of play. And, like, so you see a couple of balls thrown in the dirt, and you say, ah, this is garbage. And it's reactionary. It's probably an overreaction. Um, but, you know, it doesn't take you long to get there if you're already sort of on the fence about whether this is a good idea to watch or not. Quarterback is such a tipping point. Like, if you took quarterback out of this equation, would it look different at all? If all the quarterbacks were the twentieth best quarterback in the world, I'd it, say bar- I'd say barely. You know, like how could you? How would you tell? Would there be big runs? Would there be big hits? There would be everything that you're used to in the NFL. But the quarterback play is such a tipping point 
where if you had, instead of the 20th best, if you had Derek Carr as the quarterback of every XFL team or Cousins or somebody like that, it might be about as good. Mm-hmm. If you had McCarron, no offense, Ben DiNucci, another guy who played this weekend, then it's hard to, it might be really hard to make it entertaining because you have to have those passing plays, especially these days when we're all so accustomed to that. Maybe not 30 years ago. You know, in fact, when the USFL came around, I, I was there, but couldn't really tell you how much different it was. And yes, the USFL got the likes of Kelly and Steve Young. So they had top college players come into that league, Flutie and Herschel Walker. Like there were plenty of those guys, but it probably looked about the same. And and maybe in the nineties even it would still have looked about the same. Now that's gonna be tough. Like the quarterbacks make such a difference in the NFL. They're so powerful over the 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 outcome of games and the entertainment value of games. They're everything that the XFL will have a hard time. Yeah. I, the the rules thing is really the only thing I, I care about. I made the point about just like not sure, we're, it's a good conversation about what the difference in quality of the athletes means, but I just can't with any teams like name the Battle Hawks and there's just like I have if there's a Buffalo team then I have a chance, but without any history with or association with any of these teams, USFL, XFL, any of it. Forget it, you know? Even, is this the same thing? I don't know. I'm thinking of this because I thought of this yesterday. We talked about, if I may, we talked earlier about the the people who yell out stuff at golf events. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think it's interesting. You you hear nonsense yelled out at golf events, but you also hear, like, come on, Max, for Max Homa. Mm -hmm. And, like, where does that come from? We didn't always have betting on our phones. It may not be that you have a bet on the guy. But, like, where does that allegiance for a golfer or even, like, negativity toward a different golfer come from, usually? Like, why would you prefer one golfer over another one? You know, like, just... You went to the same college he went to? Well, if you have some sort of personal connection, then I get it. Right. But most people would not. Right. Then it's probably gambling. You think? I mean... (laughs) <laughs> or is it just a chance to yell something? It's my first get. Well, maybe. Sure. Rom, John Rom missed a putt early yesterday. It was on. It was before it moved over to CBS, and somebody's like the putt was barely even rolling to a stop yet, and somebody yells out, "Come on, Max! Here's your chance!" or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, what is what is this guy? Like, I felt does does Rom engender? Like, is he is he one of these guys that people like to raz? As I felt like while I was watching, and again, a lot of the stuff to me is indecipherable. But I felt like there was a lot of noise around Rom. Maybe, um, and maybe you know he was in the lead, you know, or around the lead, really the, the whole tournament. So maybe that just comes with whoever is that. But I found myself: is there something I don't know about him? Like, do galleries like to? you know get after him because he reacts to it or something i i just i, I you know he's not american well sure that, that could be one uh, thing that can hurt yeah um so yeah i don't i don't know um yeah i forgot where i was going oh well i know i wanted to mention one other, i i said when we went to the break there was one other thing about this xfl that i was seeing reaction to i didn't experience any of it watching the games um but the the, the way they handled, I, I know, right, I'm about to tell you that this is a curiosity to me, even though I hate replay, but the way they handled the replay stuff, from what I understand, 
is that Dean Blandino is like in charge of that. He's in a command center, and he you can hear him talking to the official, like taking the official through the replay. And so they're they're a lot more transparent about what's going on. Like some of my least favorite moments in the sport in the NFL are are the conversations that happen on TV while we're wondering what the officials are trying to figure out. <laughs> like they just, they just made, and they've added to that with these former officials. Every network's got them, and they're there. And so this is more of that, I guess, because Blandino. It, it was from what I'm reading, like kind of very prominent on these broadcasts. But I think if you're taking me kind of behind the curtain and I can hear you talking to the official and explaining what the replay is showing, I, I feel like that might be better for me as a fan than listening to Jim Nance, Tony Romo and Terry McCauley or whoever it is there Gene Steratore is the CBS guy. Sorry, I should know my roster of former refs who are in the booth. Um, oh. Sort of guessing about what's happening. I'm hearing the people who are making the decision discuss it, and I just think that that's more informative. I agree. Here's TJ with us. Hi, TJ. Hi, uh, yes. I wanted to get to you about the uh, some XFL points. Um, when it comes to certain things, like uh, if you wanted to go for like an onside kick, uh, they only allow it in the fourth quarter. And you have a chance to keep the ball, but not just with an onside kick, but it's like a fourth and 15. If yep. you get the ball past the 15 yards, then you get the ball back at that point. If you miss it, then obviously uh, the other team gets the ball there. Um, last so, you can't, really... so you can't, what you're telling us, because I asked, like, can you just do that anytime you want? You're saying it's restricted to the fourth quarter. You're allowed to do an onside kick whenever you want, but okay. that one style is only in the yep. fourth quarter. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, one really cool thing I think that the NFL should – I think they should take on is the challenge that they have there. Not only can you challenge, like, was it a catch, was it inbounds, but you can challenge – like, I think that was holding on the defense. You guys missed it. I want to challenge that. Mm-hmm. So now they get to go back, look at that play, and say, oh, wait, he was holding the wide receiver. We do get to throw the flag on that. Right. Good. Thanks, TJ. Overtime is different. I don't think I want that. <laughs> they also have a rule where you get nine points if any player on your team can sing all the words to We Didn't Start the Fire without a mistake. Automatic nine points. Boom. You're down whole by thing, nine, and there's thing. two seconds. The whole thing. There's, you're down by nine, there's two seconds left. you got one guy on your team. He's not even really athletic, but he can sing that whole song without a mistake, and then, boom, there's your nine, and then you still get the conversion attempt. It's a little gadgety. <laughs> a little, it's a little gadgety. If it were a song I liked more, maybe I'd like it. One point if you can juggle. It's all it, all it takes. Mm-hmm. One point for that. I think juggling is harder than that. It should be worth more? Yeah. <laughs> should juggling be worth more than one point in XFL games? <laughs> I can even I can see that question. Oh, baby. I'm going to make a poll right now. Right now. Should juggling be worth more than one point? Sorry, TJ. We're not, not mocking you. I'd like that you knew, you knew those yeah. and called in. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Overtime is each team gets three attempts to score from the five. Three different plays from the five. And they're worth two points each. If you score, you get two. If you don't, nope. 
And if it ends tied, then you just go back and forth until it ends. There's no, you know, football game. It's more like college in this way. Three plays from the five-yard line each, two points each. And you can't actually kick an extra point, I believe. Just where you can go back two or three different distances. I think it's three options, one, two, or three points. Yeah. All right. More strategy. I mean, if it takes hold, then you've got people arguing about whether they should have my, – my brain is not ready – whether they should have gone for the two-pointer in the second quarter because the score was 11-6 to six and nobody juggled yet or sung the song yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine Troy Aikman having to analyze that. Just good luck. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog back after this timeout on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.